Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sam Legasic. And I'm Dreadful Dan Gallagher. And we're two old buddies that have lived our life at the edge of the mainstream. So come join us where things are a little... odd. This is the... of yours will be reduced to a burned out cinder. Hello everybody, welcome to Oddcast Movies, Music and Gaming. And today with me is Daniel Sun. Hello Daniel. Ah, Sammy. <laughs> How's it going? How are you? No, I'm good. Yeah, How are you? good. Mm. Having a lovely time. Great. Then I've got a question for you. What's that? How's your hole? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, structurally intact. Okay. Good. Solid. Good Solid start. as a rock. Right. Um, good, because today we're going to be doing a hit and a shit out of our hole. <laughs> I mean, about the band Hull. Let's have a listen. a bit of hole there mm. um let's let's hear we've got a bit of a um f- the fact that you and me are big nirvana fans and you know um and all that i suppose we've got a bit of a spotty relationship <laughs> it could be yeah. said with hole <laughs> and courtney love um why don't why don't you go first and t- tell us a little bit about your background with hole and uh how you feel about them and her generally it's funny actually because despite all our obsession with uh, nirvana I just never was inclined to listen to them at all. Um, and I don't think I heard Live Through This 
until just a few years ago. What? Um, yeah, I just heard like a few songs in the 90s, but I never listened to the whole album. So, Why was that? I just, it wasn't like I was anti-Hole or anti-Courtney Love or anything. I just wasn't interested. <laughs> yeah. I'm really interested in the Hole. Right, okay. I suppose maybe a little bit of that, actually. It was like, you know, all the kind of like um, anti-Courtney stuff, especially if, if you were a Foo Fighters fan. Um yeah. I was just like, yeah, I just wasn't, just wasn't interested at all. And mm. still to this day, I've got to say, that is the only uh, album I have listened to. So those are the only songs I know. And maybe... <laughs> so it's going to be... So all your choices are just going to be from that one album. <laughs> I remember they did that song... Celebrity Skin. Yeah. Album as well. Maybe Malibu. Yeah, that was on that same album. Yeah. Um, and that is that is it, I'm afraid. Oh, so you haven't even done your you haven't even done some research on this. Well, I there's, only, there's only like three or four albums. <laughs> there's definitely a song that I think is a hit, and there's definitely a song that I think is a shit. And I was like, well, that's good enough. Okay. That's interesting because so I guess from my side. I really liked Live Through This when we were going through our Nirvana thing. Yeah. Um, and I still, uh, like, listening back, I've, randomly I listened back to it not too long ago, but listening back to some of it for this as well, um, I always think of it weirdly as, like, like Kurt's lost album. So the general the general theory is that, and, you know, this will, might upset some people, but that um, Kurt basically wrote live through this he he there is a there's an element where um it seems quite apparent for people around that he was involved let's say in the songwriting there are parts there are kind of conversations where it said that she just took the songs that she wanted yeah or whatever and used them um but when you listen to that album whether he wrote it or the fact that she was spending time with him or she wanted to emulate nirvana or whatever he's kind of all over it um yeah and, uh, you know, so that's why it's their best album, in my opinion. <clears throat> and then you've got, and then basically, like, obviously, Kurt died and she disappeared. Well, she didn't actually disappear. She did a tour and all this stuff and whatever bits and pieces. But it felt like she disappeared for a while. Um, and then I remember, like, during that time, I went back and listened to uh, Pretty on the Inside, which was their first album in 1991. Mm. Um, and I remember hating it and just thinking, oh, God, this is just awful. Um, and I hated everything about it. Like the cover's awful as well. Yeah. Just looking at it now. Um, and What's then, that sound like then? Is it a bit more kind of yeah, metally? It's like, uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's just more like punk noise, kind of trying to be like Sonic Youth or something like that, uh-huh. but failing um, to be to be blunt. Um, and then, yeah, so like, it's weird because it's one of those things that we always talk about, especially in the nineties for us, um, when we were like, you know, coming into teenagerness and whatever, is that 1994 lived through this felt throughout, you know, only four years later, Celebrity Skin was out, but I feel like I had changed by about six to through six different people yeah. by that point before Celebrity Skin came out, which is just really weird. And it felt like they'd gone away for ages. Maybe it had only been like four years, which is insane when you think yeah. about it. Yeah, but that um, was a real pivotal developmental period, I think. Yeah. Which I age we, we were. Yeah, which we did talk about, but it's just weird how it's like, when you look at the number of years now, it's like four years. Yeah. Like it's insane. But Celebrity Skin, when that came out, I was just like, especially after Live Through This, I was just like, what the fuck? 
is this. And she, she'd obviously like, after that, she'd done a Hollywood career. She had um, done like Man on the Moon. She'd done a few other bits and pieces. Um, and then, uh, yeah, she's just got into that whole like, LA Hollywood lifestyle. She's all like skinny and healthy and whatever. And she's kind of like trying to be like more like a hippie, hippie punk. I don't know how you call it really. Like a, it's not quite bohemian. pop punk, but like, yeah, kind of bohemian, like surfer, kind of beachy lifestyle rock kind of thing. Yeah. It was a much um, more cleaned up image and sound, wasn't it? Very much so. And like the production was a lot, yeah, cleaner. The songs were very um, n- nice, I guess. They were, uh, but um, the but during this time, apparently she was dating Billy Corgan. And so there's that yeah. thing of like Billy Corgan actually wrote Celebrity Skin. And when you listen to it, it has got very much, especially of that time, Smashing Pumpkins vibe um, about it. Um, and then, yeah. And so, um, but that did really well. And that kind of, that's the kind of album, like when I speak about whole Courtney Love, that's like what my wife listens to, if you know what I mean. Like she'll like that and, and consider it like a rock album where I'm like, it's more like a pop album, but yeah, yeah fine. I kind of understand that. Um, Radio rock. Yeah, exactly. And then I know they, and then, yeah, just looking at this, then they released Nobody's Daughter and I've not listened to it. That was 2010. Um, I don't know if anyone listened to it. I remember it coming out to zero <laughs> noise and yeah. acclaim. I think the album that nobody wanted. Um, and yeah, I don't think they've released anything since then. According to Spotify, they've released two unplugged albums or something. And one came out last year, I don't know. Um, which is weird because it's the same performance. Um, that's just things getting reissued and springing up on Spotify, I think, as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Um, but she did some solo albums around that time, didn't she? And then I suppose decided to return to the whole name for that 2010 album. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, she did, didn't she? What did she do? There was a, yeah, there was a solo album, wasn't there? Yeah. I, but when was that? When was I, that? I think that was before, and then maybe it didn't go so well. So whole name got dusted off and uh, reinvigorated. Yeah, I mean, she is absolutely insane, like completely <laughs> insane. It was, um, I remember, because uh, I used to kind of be um, friends, I guess, acquaintances with Noel Fieldings and Mighty Bush. He like hung out with Courtney Love a bit. And by the sounds of it, like he didn't really like talking about it because, um, to be honest, I just think he was interested in getting his rocks off or whatever. I don't think he was that uh, fast, but um yeah, I remember like vaguely talking around it. Um, I think she's a bit of a broken um, woman a little bit. Mm. And when you read like her social posts and all this, it's like the ravings of a madman. Mm. Um, they just make no sense. And all the stuff with Francis, their daughter um, and all that. It's just a bit of a shame. Yeah, that's it. It's America's sweetheart. You're right. It's 2004. Um but yeah, I think she has released um, other stuff. Okay, yeah, apparently she's done like some odd tracks here and there, solo-wise. But um, but we're going to keep to the whole material today. We're going to we? keep to the whole material, yeah, and get into it. So um, yeah, uh, for people that don't know the show, each of us takes what we consider a hit and reveal it and uh, what each of us considers a shit and the best of the band and the worst of the band. Um, so yeah, who wants to go first? Do you want to kick off? I'll, I'll kick off then. So this is what I consider my hit. And it, it, to be honest, it's off Live Through This, which is probably no surprise. Um, and it was a bit tough because there's a few songs I like on Live Through This. But this one, the reason why I picked it 
was one, it felt very much of that time in a sense of it was 90s. It feels very 90s, but like in a nice, warm, nostalgic way. Um, it has Kurt all over it. Um, and I think you can tell that. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, Dull Parts. Let's have a listen. But yeah, what do you think of Dull Dull Parts? Yeah, I like it. Um, nice kind of um, chords, um, cool kind of lyrics. I think mm. um, I like that, like yearning kind of singing. And yeah, well, I think you're going to go into this now, but yeah, sounds very Kurt Cobainy. Yeah, it's weird because when I listen to it, I hear um i hear a lot of kurt like i can almost hear kurt singing it which sounds like really weird and wanky to say but in the sense of like um when you hear like especially when you you know you listen to some of his like acoustic stuff that he recorded when he was like younger or living by himself or whatever it's just that it just kind yeah. of reminds me of that and like someone's like someone's covering it and whatever and i might be doing a real disservice to Courtney, etc., and that whole thing, but it does, it does kind of feel like that. So it was, it's a toss up yeah. between this one and 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 Violet, because um, I think I listen to Violet more. I would say, and I really love that song because it's angry. It's kind of everything that Hole are about, in a sense of like you know, uh, feminism and all this, and um, you know, uh, basically being like fuck men. <laughs> and all that and you want one thing and it's and all this whatever and I just like that whole all the lyrics and all the stuff around it yeah and I like the fact it's like a bit screamy and it's a bit more punky but yeah with dull parts I feel like it's like a much more personal thing and just the way it kind of builds and it's kind of um dynamic nature in terms of like some of the pacing the fact it just lets it lingers and then stops and starts again that kind of um weird pacing to it but I don't know, it just always, um, it's always like gets hooked into my head and it's always there much more than Violet, which I actually do probably enjoy more. Mm. But Dull Parts is always kind of knocking around in my head. Weirdly. Yeah, it's quite mesmerising. Mm. And definitely it sounds like, especially now when you listen to the um, Montage of Heck collection of demos, it really sounds mm. like something Kurt would just cook up, kind of strumming and humming. Yeah. And it's been fleshed out. Uh, mm. But again, like you say, I don't want to do anyone a disservice and say that's definitely the case, but it's it's easy to imagine. <laughs> yeah. And that's why, like, in a weird way, even if it's not, I think it's part of the reason why I like it a little bit as well is because it still feels like a Kerp thing. It still feels like a Nirvana song that never was or something like that. And I don't know, maybe I'm just hooked yeah. on the romanticism of that idea that it's like a Nirvana song that 
not undiscovered, but that, I don't know, do you know what I mean? Like, could have been, could have been yeah. an alternative reality. The other one that then that's making me think of is asking for it. Because, of course, we actually yeah. have that. I think I mean, it's called, um, I think it's called Live Through This. Oh, yeah, Live Through This, yeah. Um, but it's it's asking for it, but it's a early uh, version. I think it's the mm. same recording though, but on a, but the album version's got like more overdubs and things. Mm. But uh, Kurt's singing on it, mm. so you can actually hear like one of these songs, the the genesis of it, with Kurt actually there duetting essentially with Courtney. Yeah, and it just sounds like yeah. Uh, electric actually i really really like that but um, no, no, i've got that on vinyl somewhere no, have you? it's not yeah it's not a, oh, some bootleg yeah it's a bootleg seven inch do you remember that i mean it's got that on it yeah. um, do you know what i yeah now you say it i mean i, I haven't seen it since you've probably seen it like that <laughs> that long ago but it's kind of it's got a picture of them like lying on top of each other or something and it's got like it's like a yellowy um cover uh, I don't know if that's to say it. Um, like a kind of magnolia almost, I suppose. Um, oh, you, know, you need to find anything. it. Yeah, be, be somewhere. Um, cool. So what's your hit anyway? Well, you touched on it there. And uh, basically it means you've got two bites of the cherry almost. <laughs> Let's go for some Violet. Miss World. Oh, Violet. Great. Let's do it. I was made of amethyst And all the stars were just like little fish You should learn when to go You should learn how to say no So that was Violet, and the reason I picked that, um, well, aside from it being a very good song, was because I wanted to, <laughs> wanted to tell you, Sam, first time I ever heard that song was when the video was played on Top of the Pops, and it was oh, really? presented by Dale Winton. <laughs> and that is my prevailing memory when I think of Hole. I think of Dale Winton, <laughs> who, if <laughs> listeners, if you're not in the UK... You might not be familiar with that name, but he's primarily known as the host of daytime uh, game shows, yeah. um, quite low rate ones, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's a show, BBC, Top of the Pops, which is an absolute institution. Um, and every, every now and then they would have guest hosts. And I remember him going, oh, she's a bit of an angry one. Brilliant. Yeah, so Dale Winter's whole thing is it was very camp and very gay. Yeah. And he did uh, Supermarket Sweep. He's dead now. He did uh, Supermarket Sweep, um, which was on Channel 4, I believe. ITV. Um, Classic ITV. ITV, is it? That's right, yeah. There's nothing more um, ITV than Supermarket Sweep. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Um, but that was his whole his whole shtick, and he was a bit of a household thing. He was just on TV a lot. Um, but his whole thing was being very, um, very professional and very camp. Um, but can you imagine that collision of worlds? 
the world of like to me that is like the early 90s where like you've got this idea of like like nirvana and these american grunge bands i'm just becoming aware of (laughs) and then like my kind of more normal day-to-day life as i'm just middle class i'm moving out of being a child (laughs) where i'm just like familiar with the cozy (laughs) plump berry brown face of dale winton (laughs) um what what a clash but it was really yeah really cool and do you know what this album lived through this it came out pretty soon didn't it like 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 two weeks or something yeah Yeah, two weeks maybe after kurt died well that was part of of acted into the um conspiracy thing is that oh she's using it to promote her album because she went on it was still released and she went on and did a tour whatever and all this stuff i think for it if i remember rightly yeah Um, yeah and everyone was like oh could you do that whatever it's like well what she's going to do. <laughs> and he was like super proud of the album and all this stuff. And if you remember um, the horrible voice messages he left on those journalists um, voicemails, yeah, which uh, people like to just kind of forget about all the Kurt fans, um, but nasty like harassment um, uh, about he's going to kill and um, kill the, these women and all the, well, one particular woman. Yeah. Um, and all yeah, this. But yeah, I think those. part of it was like, oh, she's made this incredible, um, album and but she's an artist he didn't he put it on his suicide note as well um oh really i can't remember but like yeah he was like very proud of this album i think that's because he wrote it but no (laughs) there's even um one of those calls uh dave grohl ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Where, I mean, he's not saying anything threatening or violent, but he is saying, I want you to stop uh, talking about me and putting stuff in the press. And he sounds, I didn't know that. Yeah, he sounds pissed off. And people definitely forget about that now that he's like the nicest man in rock. Um. That's quite interesting. Hold on, Kurt left one on Dave's answering machine. No, Dave. Dave left Dave one for that on same Kurt's. journalist. Um, oh, he's going, sorry. Like, right, I, sorry. I don't appreciate the fact that you're going around telling people that you slept with me. Right. And sounding mightily pissed off. Yeah. Um, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but anyway, yeah, sorry. 
come back to Violet, mm. um, because that came out, yeah, so soon after Kurt's death, I actually think I probably heard this song before I really engaged properly with Nirvana. Right. Because before Kurt died, I was aware of them. Definitely remember um, listening to a few songs. I weirdly remember, I, was, I don't know if you'll remember this, being really? at primary school. Yeah. And it was like a school disco. Yeah. And we asked for a Nirvana song. We did. And you and me. You and me. Maybe some, I can't remember, like some of the others. Basically, like a yeah. little group of us decided we want to hear some Nirvana. Because at yeah. that point, all I really remember knowing was like territorial pissings, and which was right. just like yeah. amazing, mind-blowing, anarchic. So to me, that was like Nirvana. And I think, I don't know what he played, but I remember we were already disappointed with it. <laughs> and I remember him going, that was Nirvana, that was Nirvana. And it's like these like grumpy, like 10-year-olds. <laughs> going, <laughs> Um, I wonder what it was. Maybe it's like "Come as You Are." Maybe yeah. something like a little like, more laid back. But yeah. um, basically, it wasn't really until Kurt died, and I was at that age where I was getting more, a bit more interested, that I really, kind of, really got into Nirvana. So I mm. think I heard this probably, and and I had it. I taped it. I had it on my videotape, so I used to watch it, and uh, I just think it's a great song. Mm. Um, I love how like dark and atmospheric it is when it first starts. Mm. I love the raw power. I think she does a great vocal on this. Yeah, she does. Yeah, like really like bellowing sounds genuinely um, visceral. Like, uh, yeah, really and just like angry, um, but like focused anger. Yeah, you should learn how to say no. Um, <laughs> yeah, cool lyrics, cool video as well. I just remember like it's like grubby and grimy and that image yeah. of someone like fishing an egg out of a jar really stayed with me. No, I don't remember that. Don't remember that it's really thing. disgusting. Okay. And I guess it's like something about, you know, like fertility and someone's just like mm. smashing their hand in the jar and taking the egg. Um, which maybe that's probably not how I interpreted it <laughs> at the time. Yeah. But I think it still like works on a certain uh, level. Yeah. It's yeah. like, Oh, that's really nasty. Um, so, yeah, an obvious choice, but, uh, yeah, powerful song, great it song. Is, yeah. And I also think it's that classic, you know, Kurt used to say about copying the Pixies or whatever, that, you know, quiet, loud, quiet kind of um, thing. Like, that's, Violet is like another pure example of that, where it's just yeah. really kicks in um, and then goes back to that nice, gentle... Uh, gentleness it's a great opener um so, and yeah you're right it's a great song um and yeah I, ge- I genuinely like enjoy this album i think there's an element where it's like half a great half of it's great half of it's more mediocre but it's definitely their best album i would say and i've not heard nobody's door so maybe that's really great but no idea <laughs> so um let's move on to the shit part should we um, do my shit on then, because I think uh, I think it's a good one to uh, segue into. Okay, go for it. Here is some old shit, old age. Have you 
versions of this song because I've got the um, Beautiful Sun single which I think came out in 1993 and that's got old age isn't it yeah so that is like that's like the whole Kurt package if you're a Nirvana fan and you want to get one whole CD get Beautiful Sun Um, and I think this time so that was like 93 I think they must have re-recorded it for this single Neither of them are good, in my opinion. This one's slightly worse because of this uh, intro that I really don't like. Yeah, awful. Really, yeah, bad. Extra. Yeah. <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah, like weird, like kind of droney, hippie. But, and then it's kind of trying to be like a bit um, like gothic and like Victoriana, mm. I guess. Um, but... I remember, you know, again, when we were getting into Nirvana and all this, and it was like, Old Age is a Kurt song. And I would look and i go, no, it says here, written by Hole. And I never really understood. And then obviously, I think there was like a 20-second clip circulating on, on the internet at that point. And then eventually, the finally, like the full thing came out on the, uh, on the Nevermind anniversary reissue. And I was like, oh my God. And it's such a great song, even though it's not finished. Mm. And then you compare it to this, and it's just been like completely, just like ransacked, and like the vibe is gone, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it feels like she doesn't really know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Which might be true. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because it's like, like I really quite like her voice, and I like the idea of her. Which is, and I know like it's our thing like uh, Yoko Ono or whatever and uh, she killed him or, and all this bullshit, which might be true, might be not. I don't really care anymore. But um, everything like, I liked this Courtney love around this because I was like, she's doing good music. She's talking about stuff that matters. She looks cool like as well. Like, and mm. you know, there's not, there weren't really, and there still isn't really like the kind of like, rock chick like real rock chick kind of thing going um and it felt like she was um mirroring that kind of nirvana um vibe as you were kind of saying before like there was something there that was like okay it's not nirvana but it's like that same kind of thing i'm kind of getting the same sort of stuff out of it yeah and then that's why like when um celebrity skin came out I just, I don't know, like she just went, I don't know what she just, it was just like she kind of abandoned us. <laughs> I don't know, like abandoned the whole thing. And it's like, yeah. I'm still in like, well, by the time Severity Skin out, I was like, you know, hardcore Nirvana still. 
um, that w- that wasn't when they were like around really so much. I don't think anyway. And um, uh, yeah, and so it's it, and then it's like oh, she's just like gone off on a fucking Hollywood thing, done her thing. She's trying to pimp this album about, which is the complete antithesis <laughs> of all the fucking shit that Kurt hated, whatever, yeah. and all this stuff, this pompous fucking LA, like, holy shiny glam. Exactly, that he was trying to get away with. That's essentially going back to that kind of LA hair rock or whatever. Yeah. And she's just like, ch- ch- weirdly tried to, I mean, like, you know, whatever, don't know. Like, we don't know him. But um, I just, like, I don't know, like, it just felt really weird. So, like, whenever I hear, even though that song is bad, there's still that part of me that's like, well, you know, it's still, it, I still get like a vibe from it. Basically, it's the right era. I quite enjoy it's the right era. Yeah, exactly. I'm not really describing yeah. that very well, but um, yeah, I can see why, I can see why you chose it. Um, I think what sure. annoys me is, and some people will say, oh, you know, Courtney just stole of Kurt's songs. Yeah. And then other people rightly defend her and say, well, you don't know that. Um, and but specifically in regard to old age, they'll say, "Well, she just, you know, took it and reimagined it or repurposed it, and that's and that's cool and that's fine as well." But then, why isn't he credited as the writer? Yeah, that's weird. On the "Beautiful Sun" single, all songs are credited to Hole, and on this "Violet" single, um, there aren't any songwriter credits for any of the songs. Um. Mm. So it's just one of those things where you're like, just feels kind of a bit like they're trying to just not, yeah, cover it up or just like not draw attention to the fact. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it doesn't, I suppose it's like, she's like, whatever, it's all mine anyway. It's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to go in the same same pot. Um, <laughs> God. Yeah, it does suck. <laughs> same hole. Um, do you want to hear my shit? not really if it's shit it's pretty shit but it's quick it's quick shit oh um it is from their first album pretty on the inside um and i like the fact that to be fair that's quite uh, a good album name for a band called hole um (laughs) and the song (laughs) is called sassy check it out Sass there, Dan. What do you think? I love something a bit sassy, um, and this was no exception. <laughs> Did you enjoy I quite that? enjoyed that. Yeah, I like when that rough, uh, riff got going. Dun, da, 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 da. Hmm. The whole thing reminded me of Big Black a bit. Okay, good, nice, yeah. noisy bit of uh, rock. Yeah, I thought you might like that, but um, for me, I just get about halfway through it, and I'm just like, oh, please finish, <laughs> just, just end. Um, it just sounds like like a weird jam or something. I just think if, if it turned into like an endless nameless thing, I'd be a bit more into it. I know it's not fair to compare, but um, yeah, it's just like, okay, right. Uh, whatever. It's just a bit experimental and noisy, but every time like I'm saying this as if I listen to this album, I've probably listened to this album about 10 times in my whole life, which is 
not really saying much. Yeah. And I specifically remember think every time that bit comes on, being like, oh my God, I've got to skip it. Next. <laughs> so like what if, uh, back what if it was a whole album of songs like that? Are you saying maybe you don't like it because it's a bit tokenistic? It's like, um, here's our experimental noisy rock jam. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's both. I don't I don't think it particularly appeals. I don't think it's particularly engaging in any way. But uh, yeah, I don't know. You seem to like it. It just it felt like too um, like noisy for the sake of just like, oh, we're going to, you know, we want to be Sonic Youth or whatever. Like, let's do noise stuff. And it's like, okay. Yeah, maybe um, wearing some influences a little bit too uh, firmly on their I mean, sleeve. That's what, she, that's what she does, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's quite. Um, I quite like the sample at the end. I assume that's her. You oh, ain't shit know, yeah. in this town. I don't know, it might be from some fucking film she's watched or something. Mm-hmm. She did do it. She was in a film once, wasn't it? I mean, she's been in obviously loads of films now, but like when before Hole, I believe she was like, she started a couple of like shitty movies. Um, uh, well, maybe I got that wrong. That's before she started having all that plastic surgery and shit done. <clears throat> the, she looked the, a lot like a dad. <laughs> the weird rumour that I always remember hearing about her, which, well, it's not a rumour, it's been confirmed, was that she auditioned to be the singer for Faith No More. Really? Yeah, oh, like okay, the, back in the day, early, early on. Right. So this would have been in the 80s, I guess. Right. Yeah, oh, Billy Gold, yeah, I, I think he didn't have much all that great to say about her, but I think they were all like maybe in the same... Like social network or scene or something. Yeah, probably. I mean, I can imagine that, like, she is just a fucking whirlwind to, like, be around. And it's because she's absolutely insane. She's nuts. And I guess that is quite appealing when you're, like, a young rock star, yeah. like, in, in that scene or whatever, and you think, God, who is this woman? But when you're, like, in your 50s <laughs> um, and whatever, and you're still just as nuts, it's not, it's not quite uh, so, you know, cute. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anymore. It's more like, oh, okay, she's actually insane. Um, well, that's that's it, really. That's for the whole, final word on whole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I still, like, as much as we moan about her and it, um, I still enjoy listening to Live Through This, and I think that still stands up as a, as a nice, decent grunge uh, record. Um, and, yeah, as I was saying before, there's just, there is that still that nostalgia thing and also just nice to hear something that I feel like was trying to either emulate Nirvana or whatever. I don't know, but um, yeah, sometimes I just quite like dipping back into it because it just reminds me of that time and that kind of sound and vibe as you were saying before. Um, Yeah. Yeah. uh, I feel inspired to give it a listen. So Mm. live through this, the best pretty on the inside. Not so great. I don't know, actually saying that, um, I've, maybe I should give it another listen. Maybe I might enjoy that first album a bit more um, than I did uh, beforehand. Maybe you should too, yeah. Dan, if you like yeah. that. I'll add it. Recommended listening. A little mm. bit of a crash course in whole. If whole for you. Right, guys, uh, thanks very much for listening and we'll see you on the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Oddcast Movies, Music and Gaming. 
If you want to get in touch with us or get a movie, album or game put on our list to discuss, then email us at oddcastoddballs at gmail.com or a newwinterpodcast at gmail.com. This is part of a New Winter Podcast Network, so head on over to anewwinter.net to check out our other shows. You can also follow us on Instagram at a new winter, Twitter at a new winter, and you can head on over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash a new winter. Thanks for listening and see you again soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. Mm. 